Join Rowdy and Kyle every Monday and Thursday night for another episode of the Rowdy Magalite Show, sponsored by On Tire Tailgate System. the track the hot pass racing network puts you at the track with arca and all the major nascar series from daytona to the final checkered flag the hot pass racing network is your inside pass spending some time with us this afternoon we appreciate it no problem all right well we will get straight into questions for you and we will start with dustin long go ahead dustin hey hey, aj i'm curious um with the new car, it's with the composite body uh, for the Cup Series, and obviously that's experience you have in the Xfinity Series. And I'm curious, how might that change the racing that we'll see in Cup in terms of what, they, what they'll do on a road course and particularly with the short tracks coming up? Yeah, Dustin, I mean, I think it, it's not so much about the body on, on the road courses. It's it, the brakes, uh, much bigger brakes. That's the thing that really stood out to me at the Roval Test was just how much later we could be on the brakes and, and with the sequential box, you don't wheel hop that easy. Uh, so, you know, that's another reason you can break later. Uh, so, you know, that, that is the biggest difference. The cars are a little bit more nimble as well. So you can kind of throw them around and, you know, lap times were a, a ton quicker uh, at the Roval, it seemed like. So, you know, speeds will be up, I think, physicality of the race car will be up even more and you know I think that in a way could make passing a little easier could make it a little harder because you know we're all that much deeper on the brakes so uh, it'll be interesting to see you know Coda is going to be one of those races that it's going to if the weather looks like it the way it is it's going to be so hard to judge off of last year just because of of how wet the race is but yeah I think that's going to be the biggest difference on that you know the short tracks you know, remain to be seen. It's looked like at so far these races where if you do kind of get in the wall, the car takes it in one way on the body side of it, but with the suspension, I think it's, they're a little bit more sensitive. So you can't just kind of beat and bang off each other and, and know it's going to be okay. Cause it seems like it's a lot easier to have contact and, and do some suspension damage. So, um, you know, I think we'll kind of, kind of see how that plays out, but definitely with Coda, Breaking is going to be the, the biggest difference to me than, than what it was last year. And also for this weekend, looking at uh, the forecast, as you alluded to, certainly going to be a lot warmer, mid-80s. Uh, so this will be the first hot race of the season for you guys. I know that often can be a challenge, just that first race. You know, what, what might that be like? And how much of a test will that be of this car? Obviously, there were the heating issues in the cockpit earlier that Certainly changes have been made, but what kind of a challenge will this weekend be for you guys just to kind of stay cool? Yeah, I mean, it's I've, I've only been able to, well, you know, with the Coliseum, but really do do one full cup race so far at Phoenix. Uh, it wasn't overly warm. It wasn't, you know, really cool at that race. So I felt like the cooling was a lot better than the test at the Roval. I just remember running three or four laps and thinking, wow, this is really hot. And, and on that day at the Roval, it was real overcast. It was kind of cool. So I thought to myself, like, this is going to be tough during the summer. But, you know, that first race that that's warm is, is always a challenge to the drivers. It being on a road course with all the brake heat and motor heat and things like that makes it a little bit more extreme. So, 
you know, I think everybody's probably noticing that and, and seeing the weather and, and probably trying to hydrate as much as possible to get ready for the race. Thank you, AJ. Right, question will come from Bob Pockers. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, AJ, the last 11 cup races have been won by drivers under 30. And a lot of those guys you've raced in the Xfinity series as well. And I'm kind of curious, do you see, and, and granted, this goes back to the end of last year, so it's not just the new car, but do you see anything that young drivers are doing or do that may lend themselves to have more success in this new car? Uh, I mean, that's a that's a tough question, Bob. I'm not really sure. Uh, I, I think it more shows that, you know, the, the talent that is coming into NASCAR, um, you know, from a, from a young age, the opportunities, I, I think, uh, you know, these drivers, a lot of them get in right away, whether it's talent, sponsorship, you know, both. And it allows them to develop a lot faster. Uh, and then you get in the cup series and they're able to, to stick with those organizations that they come through Xfinity or, or more importantly, you know, get into a, a really good cup ride. And it just shows that, you know, they, they got talent and that's great for the sport to uh to have such a, a you know a, a pool of talent coming in whether it's through trucks and xfinity and, and in the cup or uh you know you, i mean you see guys like christopher bell kyle larson that come from the dirt side of it they're just so good in anything that they get in so yeah i mean that's what makes it fun especially in the cup side of it uh, but even on the xfinity side of it now i mean the the when you show up and, and strap in you know on the xfinity side of it just to to be at your best you know, to run top 10, let alone go out and win a race on the cup side of it, it looks like it's 20 to 25 deep at least. So it's a lot of fun as a driver to show up and know, you know, that you have to be at your best just to run inside to, or even be somewhat competitive. And does having won the Brickyard last year make thought of winning on Sunday anymore, I don't say believable, but like, I mean, you guys go, go into this race now Sunday with more confidence because of what you were able to do at the Brickyard last year. Um, no, I, I wouldn't say it gives us more confidence, Bob. I mean, it's a completely different year, different race car, right? Uh, I, I feel like what called racing has done so far in the cup side of it, they've shown, a, you know, we, we've had decent amount of speed at these racetracks. Uh, so, you know, I felt like the Robo test, although, a long time ago, it seems like back in October and, and these cars have developed a lot from that, but we had a, a, a good amount of speed the first day there. So, you know, I think that's where the confidence comes from, but it, it's a, try to have the same mentality, right? I mean, it's on the cup side of it, you know, to go out there and, and try to run inside the top 10 all day. And if that gives us an opportunity to win the race then that's great, but try to make the best of it. And, and you really kind of change your expectations I think based off of practice and, and qualifying, if you feel like you got speed to go out and win the race, then you go try to do it. And if not, you know, that's something that you just try to make the best of the day. And uh, I think with the win at Indy, it, it in a way, in a strange way, kind of takes a little pressure off because we've won in, in the cup series. We've won one of the, you know, at, at one of the, the best places in the world that you could win at. So uh, for me, at least mentally, it takes a little pressure off because we've done that and and um you know it's just a bonus from here on out but you know i always have confidence at these racetracks and feel like if we're at our best we can go contend with with the best teams out there next question will come from zach sterniello go ahead zach 
Hey, AJ. Uh, I'm curious, what sort of opportunity do you feel like uh, this car provides you specifically on the road courses? Um, you touched on all the differences in this car compared to what we saw with uh, the the old car. With your experience both in NASCAR and other sports cars on tracks like this, um, what do you feel like you're going to be able to showcase better in the next-gen car than previous generation cars? Yeah, Zach, I mean, it's you know, everybody's so good on the cup side of it. So I don't know if, if, you know, I wouldn't say that this car lends more of an opportunity for, for myself. Uh, I do like how aggressive you can be with it. Uh, you know, braking, you can really push the brakes extremely late compared to, you know, the old generation car. And that's something that I really enjoy is, is to be able to, you know, be at kind of peak brake pressure or, or, or peak, or, you know, peak brake distance getting into the corner and trying to maximize that. Uh, and you can kind of toss the car around a bit more, uh, just a little bit more nimble. It feels like uh, the quicker, the steering is quicker, the car reacts quicker. Uh, so that's something that I always enjoy about a race car uh, and, and, you know, makes it enjoyable to go out there and, and attack a race car, especially a place like Coda where there's so many corners, so many different types of corners that, whether it's high speed or late on the brakes, things like that. But you know what that said, Zach, I, it doesn't, you know, somebody like Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, et cetera. I mean, they're, they're so good that they figured it out as well. So um, I think more than anything, it just makes it a little bit more enjoyable to go out there and drive. Thanks, AJ. Next question will come from Rob Keonson. Go ahead, Rob. Thanks, Samantha. And thanks for joining us today, AJ. Got a couple of questions for you. My first one being, you know, you're coming here to Austin, which is a new marketplace, relatively speaking, for NASCAR. Being a really experienced race car driver, what does it mean to you to go to a place like Austin and kind of expose NASCAR to an audience that may not be so motorsport savvy outside of F1? Yeah, Rob, I mean, I, I felt like last year, you know, the, the point that we showed up to Austin, we were kind of just coming out of out – of, uh, of what we, you know, over the past couple of years of, of what we all had to deal with, uh, with COVID, uh, the crowd for as bad as the weather was, like I couldn't believe on Sunday how packed the racetrack was for just the monsoon that we all sat in and, and had to deal with. So, you know, I feel like you, you know, the first race or the first couple of races of a new market or a new racetrack, you get a really good crowd. So I think it's about trying to to keep that crowd there or keep growing the crowd. So, uh, you know, Austin has shown with the IndyCar race and the, the F1 races there that, the, you know, the, the motorsport side of, of kind of Austin, Texas is very savvy. It, it's very popular. So I hope that this weekend, you know, good weather, we get a huge crowd again and, and we go put on a great show for uh, three different races there. And that's what. Kyle, that's why we got going on this weekend at uh, CODA, uh, AJ, you know, I'd say uh, Dinger is a ringer for that that race, uh, Kyle. Rowdy, yeah, and good evening, everybody. Um, yeah, it's good to uh, be back on the Rowdy Magalite show. And, uh, yeah, AJ Allmendinger ran good there last year, even with the rain, uh, finished fifth. Um, and they won the Indy Road Course Cup race last year. So, uh, A.J. Allmendinger, definitely a, uh, a favorite for this race. I know Chase Elliott's the Vegas favorite right now, and I, I expect Kyle Larson's going to be up there. 
I mean, even like a guy like Ross Chastain, um, who's run really well the last few weeks, and uh, AJ Allmendinger, you know, running double duty, uh, running the Xfinity race and the Cup race for colleagues. So uh, should be a should be an interesting weekend, Rowdy. Uh, the weather's looking really good. Um, I looked at it today, and uh, looks like uh, they're gonna have no problem with the weather. That's a good thing. And uh, you know, we have a full schedule. You know, practice and qualifying tomorrow for truck and Xfinity, and then. You know, we got the Xfinity and truck race on Saturday. We got cup practice and qualifying and the cup race on Sunday. So we still got, you know, we have a full weekend coming up at Circuit of the Americas. Uh, Kyle, I'm kind of looking forward to it. You know, last year we had four different winners out of seven different road courses. And uh, Chase being the uh, guy to come back who won last year, what do you think his chances, Kyle? Of course, it's a new car. Yeah, the new car. This is the first time we're going to have the new car on a road course. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, You know, I I know you and I were also talking about Chase Briscoe. Um, I know he looks really good this week. And um, Rowdy, I mean, you know, we haven't even really talked about Xfinity or Truck Series, but I know the Truck Series is going to have some heavy hitters, Kyle Busch, in it. Um, you know, Ross Chastain running the Xfinity race for Mario Goslin. So, uh, yeah, we got a lot of heavy hitters coming up, uh, in all three series. And even Boris Seth's back this week, uh, running for Carl Long Motorsports. So, um, that'll be interesting to see. And also Loris Hesemans for, uh, that, that new team. So, uh, should be a, uh, should be a good one, Rowdy. Got a lot of road course ringers. I, I think the road course ringer thing is back. So. Uh, you know, it, Kyle, it seems that NASCAR thinks we, we love road courses, so we kind of moved that way. Uh, I, I, I kind of dig them myself. It's something different. Then when you go to them, Kyle, like Road America, uh, I, it, it, it was it's really indescribable. You just have to go. Because when you drive out to the different turns, Kyle, you pull over, and there's all kinds of little trails that lead down to the track where you can watch. And you, and most of them you're overlooking. A lot of the, the spots, I think there was 14 turns last year, Kyle, I believe, and we covered all 14. It was pretty neat to go to a mile. Yeah, Rowdy, you know, much like Circuit of the Americas and Road America, two two very good road courses, and uh, I know we'll uh, we'll be back there in July, um, right right around Pennsylvania Speed Week for the Sprint 410 Sprint cars, so a busy time. But uh, Circuit of the Americas, I've been there before. Uh, I was able to cover the IndyCar race there in 2019. Um, fantastic facility, Rowdy. Um, well, I won't go up on the tower, though. I know there's a nice tower there. I will not go up there. Terrified of heights, so... Uh, won't be doing that. So, but other than that, uh, you know, Coda's a nice place. Uh, you have all three series there with NASCAR. Um, definitely a good road course. So I'm, I'm interested to see how the new car is going to perform on on the road course. Um, hopefully, the racing's good. I, I know we were hey, kind of talking a little bit this week. Go ahead, Rowdy. Hey, Kyle. Yeah, let me let me bring in our first guest tonight, and I'd like to welcome back to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Caden Honeycutt. Welcome back, Caden. Hey, Roddy. What's up, guys? I appreciate it. <clears throat> Man, Caden, uh, 
Steve and I got to go hang out in Atlanta, and you you went out to uh, Cotton State the week before and won it. Did, isn't that correct? Yeah, we won Cotton Bowl as a uh, factor stock thousand and one chef. Yeah, the Cotton Bowl. Cotton uh, Bowl, yes, sir. So, uh, what you got going on this weekend, Caden? Looks like you're headed to Hickory. Is that correct? Yes, sir. We're going to Hickory, uh, second race of the car store uh, this year. And uh, we'll be back again in the number 12 star of Carrie Chevrolet for Nelson Motorsports. Caden, uh, I mean, asphalt or dirt? You got a preference or you man, love them I both? I love them both, man. I really do. They both have their perks. They both have their go-tos I like more. But, man, they I, I like them just as about uh, the same. Caden, uh, I know you, you've got a couple wins this year, but looking back at where you've raced so far, you got one track stands out more than the others. For uh, asphalt? Yeah. Well, both. Let's just go both. Um, I mean, you've been busy man, all year. It, it is yeah, an early asphalt. year. Asphalt, man, it's going to be hard for me to choose. But um, two tracks I'm looking forward to going back to is uh, Langley from our first win last year. And uh, uh, going back to Caraway at the end of the year will be uh, a fun race for us. Um finishing second there for our first time with the team it definitely gives us a confidence booster and a lot of momentum heading into hickory this weekend um the three tracks i'll go ahead and say that are my i'm looking forward to is langley caraway again and uh going back to ace because i need to go back to ace and i need to figure out that track a little bit better and i need to uh perform a little bit better and there's some things there that I didn't really get that I need to go back and uh, do different things at. Um, and for the dirt side, uh, gosh, there's 20 different racetracks to choose from. I don't know if I can choose one, to be honest. But uh, but one track that I'm looking forward to going back um, going to this year is uh, Chatham, uh, Louisiana, for the big 20,000-a-win factory stock race. And also um, uh, Cannondale. And uh, one other racetrack, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, oh yeah, Southern Oklahoma Speedway. Hopefully, get the race in our dirt late model. Hey, Ken, you got Kyle here. My first question for you is, uh, what are, what are your thoughts on the new NASCAR Cup car? I mean, what are, what are, what are your, your overall impressions of it? Well, man, I don't know. There's just there's a lot of things that. Um, are definitely different that we kind of expected. Um, I expected Atlanta to be the way it was. I expected Vegas to be stretched out and Auto Club to be somewhat packed in together for a little bit of time. Um, uh, Daytona, I knew was going to be kind of a um, a hectic race. I thought I think that that race was a going to be a, a last man standing deal. And it pretty much was, it felt like to me for what I watched. Um, I'm interested to see what it's like on the short trek at Richmond next, uh, next week in Coda uh, at the road course with the sequential um, years, man. I, to be honest, I don't know. I feel like, uh, you know, Denny missing the shift at Atlanta, just not thinking about, uh, you know, going to third gear and stuff like that. Um, I think some drivers are going to miss some shifts and not really 
think about the sequential box. They're so used to the H pattern. They've driven for 20, 30 years, and it's just something different that they haven't probably adapted to. Um, I'm sure they worked really hard on that on, on their sim testing this week. But, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to see what it's like on road course. Uh, I've seen some good things out of it. Um, it's definitely put it into the driver's hands a little bit more to a certain extent. I feel like setup is really just another big part of it. Um, but yeah, we'll just uh, we'll see how it is for Coda and Richmond next uh, two weeks to see what your short what their short track program is like and the road course that they got with this new car. My my second question for you is uh, when you do run the super late model, I mean to you, who do you feel like your biggest competition is out there? Man, uh, super racing. You know that this is hard for me to choose because everybody says Bubba Pollard. You know, obviously, I would say he is one of the hardest to beat. Damajeski is hands down one of the cars that you have to beat every single race that he shows up to. Um, for, and also, I would say uh, Nasty is getting better uh, each week. I think they're getting faster. Um, Hunter Robbins is getting faster as well. So you got a couple of guys that you know that's going to be fast every week. And... Uh, and you know, as well as, well as a Derek Thorne that show, that's going to show up in some of these Blizzard races, uh, perform and do well as I expect him to. Um, so yeah, there's quite a few people that I, I find that are really going to be the hardest cars to beat every week when you go super racing. My last question for you is um, staying on the topic of super late model racing. I mean, is there any any team like you've seen out there that kind of has caught you by surprise? Maybe you didn't expect that would run as good. It has been running good lately. Man, I don't. I don't really know. I, I feel like that. You know, there's a lot of good super teams. Um, but one team that stood out to me at the Rattler was Austin Nason. I know Nason's had a rat last couple of months rough. Um, he did really well at the Rattler, finishing third and giving Ty a run for his money for uh, most part of that race. Um, so a standout to me would be Austin Nason at the Rattler getting much better. Um, uh, Casey Roderick, I think is getting, is getting better. You know, he started off a little bit rough, but he's gotten faster. Um, one team I forgot to mention that you're going to have to beat every week is that Donnie Wilson crew, man, Sammy and Chandler together. Those guys are on it. They are, those are some two fast cars, uh, cars right there. Um, I would say you have to beat those every week. Michael Hind has done tremendously well uh in this pro late model he's done fantastic uh i had some good races with him so he's he's doing better as well um but yeah there's about 10 or 11 teams that stand out to me as uh very uh performing very good and getting better each week and eventually they'll get to the top gaden don't you like racing against those guys don't you make you feel like they make you a better racer yeah for sure you know those guys always uh always test the level of, of your talent and what you can get out of the race car, even if it might not be there. But, um, but yeah, those, those guys are good to race with or fun to race with. Most of them are relatively clean for the most part. Um, so yeah, good, good to learn from those guys and, uh, you'll be moving on and hopefully racing with them as well. So you can't stop. You got to learn from them, and you eventually got to use their own tactics against them and uh, be better than they are. And eventually, they'll look at you the same way. Uh, Caden, you're kind of involved in e racing too, aren't you? 
Yes, sir, we are. Uh, what's that like? Um, so we, we race in the NASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing Series. It is the number one top iRacing uh, competitive series in the world. Um, we have 40 drivers that drive in uh, on every other Tuesday night. So we'll, we follow the NASCAR schedule every other week. So our first race back uh, for race number four will be at Richmond on Tuesday, and I drive for RFK themselves in the uh, number 17 for Mustang. Uh, we I ra- we race uh, Violet Defense, uh, Wyndham Reynolds, Savy, and uh, Fastenal. Just the schemes that we've had on this year. Yeah, and uh, very but- fun to be a part of the RFK group, man. They uh, it's awesome to have a you know, a cup team under your name that, you know, that's what you're trying to get to ultimately is one of the goals. So it's, uh, it's definitely confident boosting and hopefully can take that up, uh, and run with it even after the, uh, coaching season is over. It kind of pushes your name out there too, Caden, because, uh, the reason I asked that was somebody had been racing with you until you, I think you moved on up into where you're at now. So I would say that it, uh, hopefully we can take it and move even farther uh, past uh, e-racing and move it on into the real life with Ford or, or with RFK themselves. You know, that would be an awesome opportunity. Hopefully we can get to that soon. But, uh, but yeah, hopefully we can do something like that and uh, progress uh, not just out of the e-world and into the real life world would be awesome. Okay, let's talk about everybody that helps you get to the track, man. It makes you go because it's not it's not just a one man show. Yeah, I appreciate my mom and dad. They are, are my number one supporters, and I appreciate them so much. Uh, they sacrificed a lot for me. Also, everybody that helps us. Oh, it's my Nelson Motorsports. DJ Jack, our full time guys. Uh, Triplet, um, uh, Barry Nelson. Uh, com, Chevrolet, Solid Rock, Friends of Jacqueline, Gravel Locos, um, everybody that on their asphalt side that take care, they care, uh, takes care of me. I appreciate them so much, and uh, hopefully we'll have a good form run for too. Uh, also, I appreciate Melvin Kemp, uh, Kemp Motorsports, uh, Renee, uh, Renee and Kenny Merritt for their sponsorship, uh, Jack Stereos, Jack Jenkins, uh, Dabney Bodies, um, yeah, just everybody on our dirt side that helps us, man. We get a lot of help. I appreciate those guys, and uh, hopefully we uh, have a good 2022 year. And it's starting off on the right foot. We just gotta uh, just gotta keep rolling and keep learning and keep getting better each time. Well, you're making a good splash because I mean, we go. You know, I'm in the racing scene there, and uh, your name's mentioned several times, Caden. So uh, you're doing something right. Pay, people paying attention. Tell everybody where they can follow you for the rest of the year, Caden. Uh, you can go to my website at CadenHoneycuttRacing.com. Uh, also have my Twitter, Kane, at CadenWHoneycutt. Uh, Facebook, CadenHoneycuttRacing. Also, my personal page is CadenHoneycutt. Uh, my Instagram is uh, CadenHoneycutt. Follow me on Instagram, all public stuff, um, keeping up daily. And, uh, but yeah, I appreciate you. Uh, thank you, Roddy, for letting me back on. always love coming on the show. And uh, hopefully we're talking to you after Hickory. Hopefully we uh, bring home a win this weekend. Hey, you get to win. We we want you on on Monday night, man. We uh, we appreciate it, Caden. We'll, I will be there if you if you got me on. I will be there. Right, there you go. You just go grab that victory and come on back. Yes, Thanks, sir. Caden.
Yes, sir. Thank you, Roddy. All right, buddy. All right, Kyle. Caden Honeycutt, he's a busy man. He is a busy man. They are. I hate to put him up. You, you know, Kyle, running that dirt is someday when you want to be a NASCAR driver is going to really pay pay off because we're going to be racing on dirt next weekend, isn't it? Bristol. Uh, Bristol's not till Easter Sunday. Oh, it's Easter. That's right. That's when they're going to have Easter egg hunting on NASCAR Day. Yeah, Richmond's wow. up after Coda. So, uh, yeah, um, Richmond and the Modifieds return to Richmond Zoo. So um, that'll be that'll be pretty into it. Virginia's for Lovers 150. Um, the, the Modifieds will be there Friday night. Well, I think along with the Truck Series and also the uh, – the cup series so uh before we leave off of caden there he'll be at hickory motor speedway doing the uh turf shed 250 kyle and that's in the cars tour in the late models stock or late model stock tour is what they're called the hickory is a good place uh, i know william byron just won there last weekend so um It'll be an interesting race, you know. Never been to Hickory, you know. I've talked about going there, but just ran out of time. So, uh, looking forward to Hickory, and hopefully, uh, you know, they have a good race. And you know, it's always always cool to see super late models there at Hickory. It's very uh, part of their history, you know. A lot of a lot of history with Hickory, you know, the NASCAR Bush Series, and you know, so um, yeah, definitely a good track. And see if he can uh, close seal the deal here. Come uh, come Saturday. Well, Kyle, uh, who's talking Atlanta, Corey LaJoy had a good run at, at Atlanta. Uh, even after he jumped, <laughs> he did the day, the Daisy Duke jump over in the <laughs> in the trial. He, he still had a great day. Yeah, Corey LaJoy had a good run, top five. Uh, not bad, not too shabby for him. And yeah. Um, good run for him, you know, like that, that, I think Atlanta produced like that Talladega, Daytona kind of racing and kind of what we expected, you know, um, with the truck race and Xfinity race and then with the cup race. So, uh, yeah, kind of what we expected and, um, just, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it was William Byron winning, you know, not just that race at Hickory, but also at Atlanta. And uh, I think the uh, I know we talked a little bit about Monday night the uh, the whole uh, the whole Kyle Busch Motorsports story uh, was the end of that truck race uh, that was pretty interesting I thought that was an interesting team meeting this week and um, yeah having a lap truck kind of factor the outcome of the race probably isn't too popular with a lot of people but um, that's what happened and you know uh, Corey Heim came out victorious so um, Ty Gibbs too um, you know sweep for Toyota on Saturday at Atlanta. And, uh, you know, a good day for them. And then uh, Chevy and Hendrick pick up another win with uh, with their third driver of the year in, uh, in uh, William. Well, I want to tell you what. So, you know, it might see the fourth driver. Yeah. Ty, Ty Gibbs got that win in the last, I'm telling you, Kyle, in the, like the last 1,500 feet. I mean, he snapped well. 
he actually snatched it over there coming out of turn on the restart coming out of turn one. I think that's where he grabbed the lead. It, 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 it and just like he said, he he put the car in there not knowing it was going to go, but it went. Yeah, he had a good run, and uh, it was good to uh, it was good to see uh, you know those guys up front. So um, yeah, I know we were all everyone was talking about Chase Elliott last week, uh, you know, being the hometown favorite and all this. But uh, yeah, you know, we could see that fourth driver definitely win. You know, Larson won at Auto Club, Bowman won at Vegas, and now Byron won at Atlanta. So um, you know, Chase Elliott's the favorite. He's also the defending race winner at Circuit of the Americas. So um, rain will not be a factor this year, but, uh, you know, it'll be good. So, yeah, Rowdy, you know, we got a lot to look forward to. And, you know, we have a lot of those ringers, too. So uh, don't be surprised if you see someone like Adrian Allmanbanger running up toward the front. Um, he's been really good lately. Well, uh, Circus of America. Uh, it's in Austin, Texas, and it's a big state. But, uh, Kyle, I got Corey LaJoy. Uh, talking about CODA, so let's listen to what he's got, and we'll come back and talk about it, finish the show up. Can you hear us okay? Got me. We have you. Perfect. All right. Well, first, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. We appreciate you taking some time to spend with us. And before we get started with questions, congratulations on a great run um, on Sunday at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Um, tell us a little bit about that and, and kind of, you know, how fun that was for your team. I know you um, happened to show a video from, from Tech and, and kind of really um, had some fun with your team in that moment. But tell us a little bit about Sunday, and then we'll open for questions. Yeah, I thought it was a, a great day for us. We uh, talked about it in depth this weekend, obviously, on the podcast, Stack and Penny. So, uh, But I think I realized that the fans and everybody who has supported me to get me, you know, as far as, in this thing as I've gotten, we're more excited about it than I am. So it was cool to deliver, you know, a, a good result for the fans, for, you know, our partners, Built Bar, Schluter, FOE that was on the car, uh, Dry Dean, everybody that's been a part of, of my career who have believed in the abilities to deliver a result like that. It was, it was cool to finally get first top five uh, for those guys and, and hopefully it's not the last, but um, you know, for me, it's, you know, I, like that's not where, like, it's not the end of the road. I feel like it's just, we're just getting started starting the year with three top 15s here at Spire, I think was, uh, should be celebrated as well. We're doing a lunch here with the guys here shortly. So, um, you know, definitely means a lot to those guys. We've asked those guys to work more than they've probably ever signed up to, to work. So, you know, a couple of our guys actually worked all nighters through the West coast swing to get cars turned around. So to, to congratulate those guys and give those guys uh, a solid run like that makes those guys feel like their work's not for just not lost. So when you can deliver on the racetrack with the work they're putting in off the racetrack, certainly means a lot. All right. We're going to go to questions now for Corey. Um, we'll get to as many questions as we can. And to kick us off, we'll start with Bob Pockridge. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, good morning, Corey. Uh, you, Spire Motorsports has one top five finish this year. Joe Gibbs Racing has one top five finish this year. How uh, yeah, I, I, how does that happen? Uh, I mean, I mean that that is a that is a softball for me to insert my foot right into my mouth. But 
Um, you know, obviously we saw Kyle Busch in contention late at Vegas. Caution comes out. I think that might have been the only top five they had. But it is it is a little bit weird looking at the points. Um, you know, I don't think it's going to stay like this for long because you can't keep a guy like Denny or even Chris Bell out of victory lane for too long. But, um, you know, seeing the 11 car and the 20 car behind you in points five races into the year is a little bit, a little bit, uh, un, you know, unique. So, but we're not racing those guys. You know, those guys will ultimately figure out and execute a race and then punt their tickets to the playoffs. We're trying to race the other guys who are around to the couple we're ahead of, to the couple that are right in front of us. I think we can get in points. So I think the next month or so through these couple, this road course and then a couple of short tracks and then, and then the dirt race, uh, we're going to try to just to gap ourselves and put a little bit of a cushion in between the guys that we feel like we can beat in points and hopefully we can finish in the top 25. So, you know, there is not a Spire Motorsports comparison to Joe Gibbs, but it is funny enough for the first. Uh, and they also got double the amount of cars we've got. We've got two cars. They've got, uh, they've got four and considerably better funded. But, you know, we're going to, we're going to continue control what we can control and, and let everything else work out how it's supposed to. And the last 11 races have been won by drivers under 30. Um, and I'm curious, you know, from what you've seen of the quote unquote younger guys, I know you just turned 30. So what uh, is, do you feel like, is there a reason for that? Or is that just, you know, hey, Kyle Larson's won several of those races and he's just really good. Or is there something that you see from the younger drivers versus the older drivers? Um, you know, there's a lot of good guys driving, young guys driving for good teams. You know, I think that, uh, however, however many of those races were won by Kyle Larson one or just a Hendrick driver altogether, um, whether that be William Chase and, and Alex. So, uh, Hendricks is, is probably carrying the flag in terms of young guys or their, their driver lineups going to be set for the next decade, probably because all those guys can execute and, and deliver W's, but. Um, you know, then you then you lump in guys like Chase Briscoe. I think that there's something a little bit to you know, younger younger guys, or even even guys new to the Cup Series that maybe are adapting to this next gen car slightly quicker. Um, I don't think there's a whole lot of weight to be or stock to be put into that, but um, you know, there is obviously there's there's studies done, and just you know, it's harder to adapt the older you get. It's kind of it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks, um, but you know, the experience and, and maturity level and speed of those older guys will definitely show up at, at points throughout the year for sure. But it's definitely an interesting stat. Now I'd like to, I'd like to figure out how to get in victory lane. That way they have to just change it to 30 and under, not under 30. So I'm going for. Thank you. All right. Our next question will come from Zach Stern, NBC. Go ahead, Zach. Hey, Corey. Uh, so with temperatures forecasted for this weekend in the uh, – there we go. Uh, with temperatures forecasted in the 80s this weekend, what kind of challenges is the heat going to provide? Um, I know it's likely to be the first uh, hot race of the season. Um, there were some concerns with the heat with this next-gen car through the off season. Um, how do you expect that that's going to factor into this weekend's race? Uh, man, I'll be, I'll be honest. I think the heat inside the car is less – with this car with the changes they made to the windshield knack duck with this with the uh, slots in the rear view or in the rear window the cockpit temperature five races in seems to be slightly cooler than than the previous car it'll be the first true test to your point this weekend being you know in the upper 80s and you're working hard at a road course you're you don't really get a break besides the straightaways and then you're making 
you know, eight, 900 pounds of, of breaking force and you're turning right, turning left, working muscles that you generally don't work at uh, on, a, on an oval. So you're going to be winded. You're going to be, your, your heart rate's going to be up. Uh, so this will definitely be the first test on heat. Um, but I think that my guys have done a good job keeping, um, keeping the air circulating in the car well. Uh, the cool shirt systems are, are working well and, and helmet blowers as well. So, um, but this will definitely be a good test to see uh, how hot is real hot. I don't know. You didn't, didn't have a ton of road course experience before your, uh, before you made it into in the cup series on this full-time basis. Um, after last year's road course races, wh where do you evaluate your yourself on those types of tracks? And what, what do you consider a good day on a road course for yourself? Every single road course race in my entire life has been in a cup car. I haven't raced K&N, late model, like nothing. Every single time I've been on a road course has been not at a test session, not anywhere else. It's literally been on live television in a cup car. So when you're racing against guys like AJ Almendinger and, and guys that have been doing this since their whole life, yeah, it's, it's a pretty big gap to close and you've got to close it quickly. You've got to adapt or overcome or you get passed over for the next guy that can get the job done. So I've had to really put in a lot of work with, with shifter carts and a little bit of iRacing. Um, and we don't get this the, the OEM simulator to, to jump on there and knock the rust off. So you really just got to figure out what your weaknesses are and address them really quick. Um, you know, and, and I think generally speaking, Chase dumped me at, at, Daytona, at the Daytona road course last year when we were looking at, uh, we could have been in the top 20 at all the road courses last year. Um, so that would be, I mean, that was my goal last year. I'm going to try to carry that over this year uh, to, to try to get the top 20 in all the road courses, which would be a tough feat just for my lack of experience on it. And I wish I had the opportunity to race some trucks or Xfinity cars. Like a lot of these guys are plugging their, their drivers in to get some laps on Saturday before Sunday with a limited amount of practice. But I don't have those resources or tools to be able to do that. So I got to figure out how to, to bear down and get after it and, and have a good day on Sunday. Thanks, Corey. Boy, I'm telling you, uh, a lot of the guys need that experience in them trucks, Kyle. I see a lot of them this weekend, Rowdy. Uh, A.J. Allmendinger, Kyle Busch, uh, Ross Chastain, Bubba Wallace. Yeah, Bubba's returning to uh, the NASCAR Xfinity Series this year. He's going to be in a Gibbs car. I mean, when's the last time we've heard that? Um, you know, I think 2014 is the last time he drove a Gibbs car, so... Um, now that, you know, he's with, with, uh, Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan, now that, you know, it, these doors have been opening and it's, it's not just going to be code in the 18 car rowdy for the Xfinity series. It's also going to be at the Indy road course. So two races for Bubba Wallace and, uh, trying to think who else is running double duty. Alex Bowman. That was the other one. I, I think we didn't, we didn't touch on yet. Um, he's running the Spire Motorsports truck on Saturday in the truck race, uh, Hendrickcars.com, the sponsor on the truck. So, uh, Kyle Busch might have his hands full. He might not. We don't. We won't know yet. But uh, you know, Kyle did win the Xfinity race last year at Coda, and uh, just dominated it. Uh, won by 11 seconds over AJ Allmendinger, and uh, just uh, total domination by the 54 car. So um, I know that's some good mojo for Ty Gibbs um, running Coda, and uh, yeah, Preston Partis is back with Mario Goslin this weekend. You know, going to be a teammate to Ross Chastain. There's a lot of drivers coming back. Uh, Miguel Paludo is going to be driving a fifth junior motorsports entry. Um, just a lot, a lot of uh, extra extra entries in this weekend. Like like you know, uh, Corey was saying, uh, trying to get a little bit of extra track time. I know that's going to be crucial this weekend if you can get it. Um, 
definitely going to be something to keep an eye on. Yeah, Parker Kligerman. I don't know if you you mentioned him, Kyle. For Audi, Parker Kligerman, uh, yeah. running for Emerling Gase Motorsports this weekend. Um, I guess they just they want to put somebody who's a little more experienced in the car, and uh, Parker Kligerman going to be back in that in the Xfinity series. So I'm not sure if he's running the truck race or not. Um, I have to look. I'm not sure if the 75 is entered or not uh, for the Henderson Motorsports gang. But, um, yeah, Parker Kligerman making his Xfinity Series return. Uh, not a bad road, road course racer. He won the ARCA race in New Jersey in 2016. Uh, finally got that road course ARCA one he's always been, been looking for. And, no, he was second in New Jersey in 2009 when he was with Cunningham Motorsports. So, um, yeah, looking. I know I know, uh, I know. know Parker's probably looking forward to being back in the car. Uh, I don't know if he's ever been in this new Xfinity car yet. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if he's even tried it. So, um, you know, when he was still running, you know, when he came with, with uh, Penske in 2009, uh, when he won the pole at Kansas in his series debut, it was still a Gen 4. So, um, going to have to see how he, how he adjusts to the car. And like we were talking about earlier, a lot of ringers this weekend, um, you know, in all three series, not just the Cup Series, also in Xfinity and also in the Truck Series. So, uh, got, your, got your normal guys running, you know, we got Stuart Friesen running in Trucks, Ty Majeski. Uh, Christian Akis, Ben Rhodes, the normal the normal cast of characters, and uh, I know um, I don't know who else is on the truck list, but uh, I know uh, I know I know uh, I know uh, Willie Mullins talked about it Monday night, uh, having Brad Perez uh, running the uh, Rayum Brothers Racing truck, the 43, um, going to be making his truck debut come Saturday. So um, did race that Arca race last year at Watkins Glen for Michael Lira, and. Uh, it was just interesting that uh, how it all turned out. You know, Brad guy finally got to uh, race a race car, and now he's going to be making his truck debut come Saturday. Well, Kyle, uh, to jump back up on some other news that happened was RFK and their penalty suspension for four races of the crew chief. That, that's pretty big, a $100,000 fine for – and we've talked about this single source, what they modify in a single source supplied part. Hey, yeah, Roddy, that, could, uh, pretty big. that could have been 500000 Kyle, and a suspension from yeah, was, a, a, one race. Yeah, some pretty big penalties levied on the 16 today. Matt McCall out the next four races. Um, 100, 100 driver points, 100 owner points, 10 bonus points, playoff points. Um, if indeed, uh, you know, they do make the they made they make the playoffs. They're going to lose those points. So, uh, not a good spot for uh, for for Brad Keselowski. It hasn't hasn't really been the start of the season he's wanted. You know, I, I know he started off in grand style by winning the the Blue Greens Vacation Duel number one, uh, and then Chris Buescher followed it up in Duel two. It was a good start for his his new team, Roush Fenway Keselowski Racing, and now uh, they're in a hole. So, um, not a good start for that team. But uh, we'll see how he does at Circuit of the Americas. Uh, you know, uh, Brad. Brad's not a bad road racer, so we'll. Uh, and neither is Chris Busher. Chris Busher isn't bad on road courses either, so uh, might be a good weekend for them. And uh, I know they'll be. I know Brad will be fighting back all year. Uh, I'm not sure if we'll see him in victory lane or not this year. Uh, I think it's possible. Um, you know, he has some good tracks coming up. Uh, like I said, the duel, but I mean other than just the duels. So um, we'll see if we can get him back in victory lane. And you know, this new car. What I've liked about this new car is there's been a lot of parity with it. And uh, it's been nice to see all these different uh, these, these drivers and teams just going up and competing. So 
Uh, it's been nice to see guys like Ross Chastain, Daniel Suarez, Kurt Busch. You know, it's not just, just one driver, one team. It's been, you know, multiple teams. So, um, yeah, Kurt Busch, another one. Um, he's been running really good, you know, in his first season with uh, 2311 Racing. So, uh, so we'll uh, we'll see how the rest of the season goes, Rowdy. We'll see how Coda goes, and then we got Richmond coming up, the first short track race with a new car. Well, Kyle, there there we go. You know, we're gonna get to see this car, this in design. The other half of the design is where we're headed next to the road course. We've seen the first half on the oval. Now it's time to hit the road course and let them go through some gears. And like uh, Caden was talking about, this, you know, and also LaJoy, they're running through these gears on these simulators, man. They're wearing these simulators out trying to get used to this road course. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of, a lot of simulator work before uh, showing up to uh, Circuit of the Americas last year. You know, um, IndyCar has been there before, Formula One, IMSA have all been there. So, uh you know, now to have NASCAR there, and uh, it's been a big, big thing. So, uh, you, know, you know, other than Formula One, the only major series there is running is NASCAR. So, uh, what, a, what, a, what a great state-of-the-art facility Circuit of the Americas is in Austin, Texas. And, you know, if you ever get a chance to go there, go there. A uh, lot to do, a lot, lot of stuff to see, um, certain places of the track you can sit on, and uh, that's what's nice about that. So, uh, that's nice 20 to, turns. Uh, so it, Kyle, yeah, that's what's 20, nice. Twenty turns in the in that course. I think that's what that, was that rowdy? Twenty turns. You have twenty different sites that you've got to turn on. Yeah, I think it's like I think it's twenty. Yeah, I think you're right. But uh, yeah, it's, it definitely has its its peaks and valleys. Um, has its technical parts, has its fast parts, and uh, not a nice, very like a very nice road course to be at. Um, you know, when they did build it, you know, back about ten years ago, and now uh, it's been interesting. You know, uh, they've gone some good racing there, and uh, good to see NASCAR there now. I know that that's been talked about for years, uh, having the uh, the NASCAR Cup Series and maybe the Xfinity and Truck Series there. So um, good to have them there. I know, I know, we were talking about Road America earlier. Um, good to have NASCAR Cup Series are they definitely belong at, at Road America and uh, Watkins Lund another one that comes to mind uh, the uh, the Arkham and Art Series the Xfinity Series and the Cup Series will be back on uh, from August 19th to August 21st they'll be back for the second to last race in the regular season the week before Daytona so uh, a lot going on you know, a lot of road course races I mean it's nice going to a lot of road courses I, I think we could cut out a few to be honest but um, Sonoma is a great facility. It's nice to see the trucks going back there. You know, the trucks were there in the nineties and now they're back. Um, I know we got the Roval, so there's just a lot going on Indy road course now. So, yep. um, a lot of road course races going on. Well, Kyle, what you got for us to go out on tonight, man? What's happening? Up well, in Rowdy, uh, I, I don't know what I'm doing at this weekend. Um, I'm hoping, hoping to get the seal in the Grove Speedway Sunday for their opener with the 410 sprint cars and uh we'll see how that goes i know i didn't made it to port royal last week and then uh you know we'll just see how the rest of the week goes and um you know maybe we'll get to another race i don't know yet you know uh it is dollar dog night at port royal speedway saturday night so that's not a bad way to, to go there not a, not a bad uh option to go um 410 sprints they actually moved up the start time rowdy uh for port royal they moved up to 2 p.m eastern 
uh, for heat races. So um, just keep that in mind if you're going to the race this weekend, 2 o'clock, not 4 o'clock, 2 o'clock Eastern. So uh, we know Williams Grove's back in action Friday night with uh, the 410 sprints and the ULMS late models. They'll be back. Um, after only finishing only half of their feature last weekend, it was an official race that Greg Satterley, the truth, won. So um, a lot going on, you know, P8 racing's in full swing now, and I know Mahoning Valley's in a few weeks, and then Big Diamond Speedway, I know they'll be they'll be starting up. So, uh, Rowdy, just uh, my, my closing thoughts, just, you know, what a great day at Port Royal last Sunday, you know, the Short Track Super Series, what a great race it was. You know, to have Stuart Friesen leading and, you know, having a mechanical problem under caution, and then the battle between Ryan Godot and Mike Goulart was fantastic. Um, and also the uh, – a little heat of bat exchange between uh, Logan Wagner and Anthony Macri. Um, I know that's been blowing up on, on YouTube and Facebook. So a um, lot going on. Uh, glad racing's back and just hope the weather holds up. Man, me too, Kyle. Uh, you know, we're in spring now. Uh, the weather's been off and on crazy, but Kyle, look, uh, I want to thank Steve uh, Tidemore for taking me to the race last week. We've all met and hung out a little bit. And uh, Steve's got the on-tire tailgating system, Kyle. You'll be able to see it when I come up to Pocono and hang out and we go to the other places and we can set up and don't have to haul a bunch of stuff around with you. And he sponsors Caden. He sponsors racers, and that—that's uh, it's it's hard not to uh, help somebody that helps racers, Kyle. So, uh, thanks again, Steve, for what you did in Atlanta, Kyle. It's a great race, man. They got something to build off of over in, in Atlanta on that one. Looking forward for the road course. If there ever is a rain, I like it for it to rain on the rain, road course, Kyle. To me, a little rain and then the uh, strategy of when to go back to your dry tires and wet tires plays out. But until then, Kyle, we're going to take this show on down the road and be back on Monday night, man. Sounds good, Ryan. Hope you have a good weekend. Hey, Kyle, thoughts and prayers to your family, my friend. Thanks. Been a tough time, but we'll we'll get through it. All right, Kyle. Well, power and prayer, so. Thanks, Roddy. Thank you, Kyle. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks again, Caden and Steve. Go check out On Tire Tailgating Systems. Made in America. Hey, Lynn, I'll see you soon. If you're listening, hopefully. <laughs>